from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. ACC deadline to leave day is today. It's 5 o'clock. I believe it was likely an end of business, uh, end of the business day agreement. And... (laughs) The ACC still isn't on the West Coast, so I don't have to wait for the Pacific time because they didn't let Stanford and Cowan. Topical joke. Um, So it appears as if, at least by the ACC bylaws, uh, the teams that are in the ACC now and the teams with one foot in the ACC and one foot out, (laughs) Notre Dame, uh, will remain that way at least through the 2024-25 school year. I think I'm getting that right. Uh, so this entire school year and the following entire school year, which now I that I don't think that's going to stop you know a team like Florida State or anyone that's following Florida State's uh, lead. I don't think it's going to stop them from doing their best to kind of upend some of what the ACC is doing or trying to find a way out of what the ACC is doing. But I hope that does just give enough time for kind of cooler heads to prevail. Right, two years is a long time to be mad at somebody or to be feuding with somebody. So, you know, you can take a month and let it simmer, right? Sometimes I think you need the distraction of like a football season, right? Have everybody go pay attention to some games for a while. Then let's get back on the Zoom call and see if we can't make a way for everybody to be a bit more happy in the the sticking around in the ACC. Also, do you know what has like a side of everything like a like a side note that has made me more frustrated with all this ACC stuff, right? I the the AP poll comes out, right? You have Carolina twenty first. I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on here. Notre Dame thirteenth. Okay, uh, Clemson is is ninth. All right, Florida State's eighth. Okay, I'm looking at uh, also receiving votes both Duke and State. Uh, okay, we 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 have some options here, some things to pay attention to. And then CBS Sports puts out a social media post that says uh, AP Top 25 broken down by conference. I I look down at the ACC and they have three names or three logos. Florida State, Clemson, and UNC. And all the way in the other corner, they have Independence and Notre Dame. That's why Notre Dame shouldn't be a full voting voting member of the ACC. Yeah. Because they're not a member of the ACC. Not fully. And everyone keeps telling me, football's all that matters. Everyone only cares about football. Football's all that matters. It's about the football media rights. It's about the football television deal. It's about the football games. Notre Dame is not a member of the ACC. When the AP poll came out, nobody said, well, they're a .5 member of the ACC. The football is not a member of the ACC. They should not have a vote. I don't. That that's the thing that upsets me most about all the ACC voting. How did Notre Dame get a full vote? How? Riddle me that. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Number four. 
We are the Four Horsemen. Woo. Michael Orr. Oh, that guy. Michael Orr. Uh, alleging that the Tuies, Tuies, the family that, uh, if you've watched the famous movie The Blind Side starring Sandra Bullock, or if you read the book The Blind Side written by Michael Lewis, uh, adopted Michael Orr and helped him become an NFL first-round draft pick, uh, Michael Orr is alleging that they never adopted him. And the story was very fabricated, and they've taken mo- not taken money from him, but hidden money that should have been done or should have been given to him. Now, I don't... I mean, we're going to wait for the whole process to play out to see what's true and what's not. The family has said that they are, you know, hurt and, and caught off guard by the allegations. But I will say this. You know when a thriller movie, when you watch it for the second time? Yeah. You see all the clues that you missed the first time that you should have seen how it was going to end? It's kind of happening right now with the Michael Orr story and the Blindside movie. Michael Orr, and I read it, he wrote a book in 2011 mm-hmm. explaining all the things that were not true about the movie. And it was things like, I did not have to be taught how to play football or be good at football after I was brought into the Tui family, right? I was already a monster and I've been, I was the best in every sport, every team that I played in from when I was a kid, right? And, and how does a family member let the blind side be written and produced the way it was if they cared about him and considered him a son? Right, the, sh- the 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 movie made him look like a dummy up until he moved in with this family, right? There was an actual scene where like an eight-year-old was teaching him how to play football with ketchup and mustard bottles on the dining room table. Yeah. If you are somebody that knows him, knows his story, why wouldn't you be like, well, that's not how it happened. No, he was always good at football. We needed to get him caught up in some academic stuff and he needed a place to sleep. But no, he would, I mean, this guy was unbelievable. And then this this fact popped out. Michael Lewis, the guy that wrote the book that The Blind Side was based on, another uh, the book is called Blind Side, he was a high school classmate of Sean Toohey. Hmm. Sean Toohey is the father that Michael Orr is alleging of, of these things. Stepdad, air quotes. Yeah, never a uh, conservator, I guess would be the way to put yeah. it. You think he couldn't have corrected the obvious inaccuracies in the, inaccuracies in the movie? Like, why wouldn't you step in when they were trying to make your son look like a dummy? Right? I, I, I have to imagine that if you are somebody that looks upon somebody like a son, you would protect that. Right? And it's like looking back, he wrote the book. Michael Orr, he has a book coming out now. Some are accusing him of using this to drum up publicity for the book. He wrote a book in 2011 with these saying like, no, this isn't how it happened. No, this isn't how it happened. No, this isn't how it happened. It's a little strange. And also, uh, for the Carolina Panthers fans out here, uh, Orr finished his career as a Panther. Two seasons with the Panthers. That he did. One of the things Michael Orr has said uh, and is saying in these these filings is that the movie made teams and franchises expect less of him as a veteran, as a leader, as somebody that contributes with, with you know, uh, game plan notes and and observations because of the movie like the movie made them think less of him and i wonder if that wasn't i mean i have to imagine he's thinking of that as when he was with the panthers right because i hate regardless of the movie no one is ever taking 
game plan notes from the rookie, right? Like, no. Like the the fresh. Yeah, you figure yourself out before you start worrying about helping us with the the game plan and scouting side of things. So so right when you're the veteran is when you start to expect. Hey, I saw this on film. Hey, coach, in, in meetings, like I saw this observation or this way we could beat him. So it might it might have something to do with the way the Panthers treated him is why he's so upset that the Tui's took advantage of of the movie and the, the how the movie was created in the book and everything else. So a uh, little, little interesting note for his time with the Panthers. Let's get to number three. One, two, three. Anthony Richardson. The starter for the Indianapolis Colts. Congratulations, Indy. You're only a couple, three, four weeks behind the Panthers. A full offseason. A full offseason, pretty much. I mean, there was a, a, a very quick little blink where there was someone trying to make us believe Andy Dalton was in the mix to be the starter. But uh, but the Panthers corrected that quickly and, and turned the reins over to Bryce Young. Here's what I have to think about that. Every snap... Every single rep that Gardner Minshew took with the ones is a rep, is a snap, is a potential learning experience, is a potential confidence builder that did not go to your starting quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Bryce Young, on the other hand, received all of those snaps, all of those reps. Right, Every snap, every rep that a wide receiver ran with Gardner Minshew and thought, hey, Gardner, how do you want me to run it? Hey, Gardner, did you like the way I broke that route off? Should have been a question for, hey, Anthony, did you like the way I ran that route? Did you like the way I snapped that route off? In Carolina, it was always directed towards Bryce Young, right? Heck, Andy Dalton might have even just been a mouthpiece for Bryce Young. Hey, Andy, did you like that? Oh, yeah, I know Bryce likes when you do da-da-da-da-da-da. I was talking with Bryce the other day. He wants you to do da-da-da-da-da. Indy, you're a little bit late. Better late than never, but a little bit late. And the irony of it all, who do you think needs the reps more? Anthony Richardson, who is seen as a, a project, right, who did not complete a high percentage of, uh, of his passes in college, who is seen as this moldable, unbelievably athletic ball of quarterback clay to be designed into the future of the sport. Or Bryce Young, who's seen as maybe the most polished player in the entire draft. I'd say Bryce Young didn't need the reps as much as Anthony Richardson. Don't get me wrong, they both desperately need the reps. But Anthony Richardson needed him more than Bryce, and, uh, you know, Gardner was in there in the mix. And you know what this does. This now turns all of our attention to the Houston Texans, who have announced C.J. Stroud will be the starter for the second preseason game. Not for game one of the regular season yet. I guess Davis Mills is still... He still has a, a thread of, of some kind of dog in the fight or hat in the ring for the, the, the week one starter. Probably not. Let's be real. Well, then announce it. So C.J. Stroud can get the... How does it feel to be quarterback one press conference out of the way? Anthony Richardson is going to have to have it in the next 12 hours. He's already had it, actually. Oh, there you go. He's he already, already quotes it. out there. Hey, how's it feel to be number one? Bryce Young got that out of the way months ago. How does it feel to be QB one? 
the less you can have on your quarterback's plate that isn't, hey, get ready to play, the better. I will say that until I, I'm no longer on this earth. I want the quarterback to have one thing on his mind, play good football as much as possible. It's impossible to take everything else off his plate, but as close to that as possible is, is what I'm looking for. Let's get to number two. Just the two of us. Panthers practice today, and there's some interesting little side notes. Chandler Zavala getting reps with the first team. Quite a few of them. Cade Mays, not there. Not at least not with the first. Uh, I, there were reports that maybe he wasn't out there with practice. A lot of kind of vague, hey, where is that guys at, at uh, Panthers practice today. But needless to say, Chandler Zavala, like, you want to know the the greedy, the selfish, the you'd never say it out loud part of being an athlete? When you're out with an injury, there's some weird, gross, cynical, deep part of your soul that gets a little excited when your position doesn't play well. Right? Like like if if let's say just to use a random example, Miles Sanders plays the first 6 weeks and and the running game looks good and then Miles Sanders, you know, I don't know, he he has a nagging little injury, little calf tweak or something like that and he misses two games and they don't run the ball well. Miles will be upset because he's a team guy, right? Miles will wish that they won the games if they didn't. But part of him is going to have a weird little bit of satisfaction that it's like, yeah, I'm the missing piece. <laughs> yeah, you need me, don't you? Yeah. How valuable am I? Well, Chandler Zavala, now he was a draft pick, so it's not like he was great in the past and now he's gone. But he wasn't really available through the, the first part of uh, training camp dealing with a pec injury that actually kept him out of some OTAs also. Um, the offensive line didn't play well. So if Chandler Zavala goes in there, whether it's by injury or not, we know that Corbett's out for a while. Uh, if Cade Mays can't play, or even if they just want to mix in Zavala with the, the first team and they have some success, there's a weird little selfish part of Chandler Zavala's soul that's going to go, yeah, I'm the difference. You weren't very good week one. I'm healthy. You're better week two. Yeah, I'm the difference. Won't say it out loud. We'll never acknowledge it to anybody but his like family and closest friends. But it'll be there. I wonder when if he's able to play Zavala. Mm-hmm. If they put him at left guard where he was with Ike Kwanu mm-hmm. for so long at NC State and they moved Christensen to right yep. guard. I would definitely I mean preseason's the time to experiment. Yeah. And uh Ike and uh Ike Kwanu and, and Christensen had some communication snafus. Yeah. They played together all year last year. True, but uh, but you never know. I mean, sometimes it's a friendly thing, right? It's that that weird. Co- Actually, when we had uh, Mike Glennon on the show a couple weeks ago, we were talking about um, you know switching playbooks and because Mike did it a bunch in, in in the pros, and he said the playbook that you know the best is your college playbook. Like of of like unless you are you know you have an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady or something where you're in the same playbook for. 20 years or 15 years you are the playbook where yeah the playbook is hey what do you want us to do yeah uh but for the the run of the mill non hall of famers uh the the playbook you know the best is your college playbook so maybe they can get together and just you know start going back to some of the old checks and things right the the code words that they used in college they can bring them back that's if that helps with the communication that helps with the communication right college coaches pro coaches you'll work around whatever athletes need to to get those things smoothed over. So I'd experiment with both with both. Christensen's a vet. You know, he 
you can probably get get along kind of with anybody. Oh yeah. Right, left, maybe he has a preference, but if he doesn't, I would definitely experiment. Uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. tweaked his back. He may or may not have been carted off yesterday, depending on your definition of carted off. In the front seat, can you can you be technically carted off if you're in the front seat? Sure, why not? We'll go with it. So Terrace Marshall dealing with a little back injury. I just think the 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 competition, like the distance between wide receiver one for the Panthers and wide receiver five is almost negligible, right? They are so close. Uh, Thielen, Chark, uh, Mingo, um, obviously we're, we're talking about right now, Terrace Marshall Jr., um, maybe a LaVisca Chenault, although he's kind of in his own category. They're all so close in, in so much. Little injuries and things might end up being tiebreakers on where you fall in the pecking order, where you fall in the, the hierarchy of targets. So... If Terrace Marshall can, I would say my advice would be get back onto the field as quickly as possible. And if it's an injury that's serious enough, don't mess with it. That's just bad luck. And just know you're going to be fighting an uphill battle to be one of the main contributors on offense when you get back. And then finally, Andy Dalton tweaked his back. Wasn't it practical? Like there was a lot of like, oh, Andy's not with the quarterbacks today. I wonder where he is. The, the reports are a little back injury. Now, he did not play in the preseason. So... Maybe veteran rest disguised as a back injury. Maybe uh, old guy back injuries. I've been doing a lot of yard work at the house. I can say my back gets a little sore. Every once in a while, you're right? You, you bend down to rip a root up, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> let me try that one again. Live with the legs, buddy. Uh, maybe he's at that point in his career, but Andy Dalton not with the quarterbacks today. Um, I don't think that's a huge deal as long as he's healthy enough to be a backup when you need him. Uh, the You kind of know what you have in Andy Dalton already. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The starting five brought to you by Window Nation number one. The one! PNC Arena, Centennial Authority, uh, the, the Carolina Hurricanes, the agreement is in place, 20-year lease extension, $300 million from the authority towards improving PNC Arena, a whole bunch of other money. Uh, being spent around the arena and the the kind of West Raleigh area on entertainment districts and retail and dining and offices and and residential and everything else, it was a very very all encompassing uh, agreement with with quite a few different pledges with giant 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 dollar amounts attached. And uh, one of the things that I think is going to eventually be the most exciting, but it's a little delayed gratification, is. The NHL All-Star Game and a stadium series, the outdoor game, uh, will be coming to the area. The stadium series within the next five years and the All-Star Game uh, within the next roughly eight years. Here's Don Waddell, the the GM of the Canes, on that particular development. Two things. We talked about uh, acquiring an All-Star Game uh, within a few years, I think three years after develop, after the renovations are done and then committing to another outdoor game. Um, Dan asked me if he wanted to 
get it committed in the next two years. I said, don't give me five years. <laughs> we, need, we need some time off here. Uh, but yeah, so the NHL is committed uh, within reason, of course, uh, both on an all-star game and another outdoor game. All-star game, outdoor game. Love it. So do I. And it feels like when your team makes a trade of some kind and they throw in, this happens more in the NBA than in other sports, like a 2028 first-round pick. Yeah. And and you're like, okay, I mean, fine. And then 2028 rolls around and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We traded for the the first-round pick, right? And that team's always terrible and it's like the third overall pick or something. When when the trade actually happened, you're like, oh, who cares? That's so far in the future. And then you forget about it for a while, and, and other things pop up, and you're worried about other development. And then, oh, right, we have that 2029 first rounder. How great is that? That's kind of what this feels like to me, right? It's There's so much other stuff in the – and not the trade, in the agreement between these these two organizations, right? The 20-year lease is exciting right now. The, the improvements to PNC is exciting I mean, within the next couple of years, they expect those to be done. Um, the the outdoor entertainment space, a hundred thousand square feet. The the you know um, you know what I can only expect is going to be a whole bunch of really cool entertainment options down in in West Raleigh. Mm-hmm. The music venue, like all that is is seems exciting right now. But the All Star Game and the outdoor game is one of those things that when they, they roll around, it's going to be like, oh yeah, this was a part of that trade. This was a part of that agreement. How awesome is this? Right, those are things that that the NHL offers. Um, and by the way, I I wouldn't be surprised that they were a big part of getting this deal done. Right, like, you know, the same as like holding out for that twenty twenty nine first. Um, because we we talked with Phil Isley earlier, the the chairman of the Centennial Board and uh, Centennial Authority Board, and he said, you know, the NHL as of yesterday confirmed those commitments for us. I mean, yesterday is kind of when we started hearing about all the, hey, get ready for a press conference. Hey, right, all of this is coming. So maybe it was kind of one of those, all right, if we can get the all-star game and the the outdoor series committed, we're good. And then it, it solidified. I don't know if that's how it broke down, but uh, the timeline timeline of events might might kind of imply that it was how it went down. So uh, that's, a, that's a, a really cool part. Like I said, there's a lot of really cool parts about this. Now it's about... Right, us all drawing up our our fantasy version of what that retail and dining and entertainment district is going to look like, mm-hmm. and then hoping that it comes true. I, I did I did throw out mini golf, right? I got I got a two year old, so within the next five years he's going to be prime mini golf age. And Phil didn't say no. He didn't say no. He said I'm going to bring it to to the meeting tomorrow, and I'll let you know. So he didn't say no. I mean, I think beer gardens are going to be in the mix. Probably some kind of you know, large bar area. The sports book is going to be cool. And, you know, he, he didn't know how it was going to go. Swanky, sports grill vibe. He, he didn't know how it was going to go. But sports books are on the way. I think would be really cool where the plaza area is where NC State scoreboard is located at Carter-Finley. Mm-hmm. On the back side of that that faces PNC, put basically what you're seeing on that scoreboard but on the uh, on, on the other oh, side as I well. Like so if you're in an outdoor dining yep. space – that's attached to PNC Arena. You can watch what's going on at Carter Finley, and you can get the the whole like you hear because when you're sitting outside a stadium, you hear everybody cheer, and you're like, I wonder what that is. You can just look up and see it on the reverse jumbotron. Yeah, yeah it's a good it's a good look. And also statues. I think statues are going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Volvano, uh, you know, Jimmy V. I think has to be up there. And who else? We can have that debate. Um, Brenda Moore, 
Philip Rivers. We can have those debates if we if we need to. Um, but but I think Jimmy V would be a really cool place to start. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.